Hello, and welcome to the Hobbyist to Entrepreneur podcast. I'm your host, Trisha Maxwell, business coach and Etsy expert. If you're a creative and want more out of your craft, hobby, and your life, then this is the place for you. I'll be giving you my best tips and strategies to avoid the overwhelm in the business startup and growth experience. I'm so excited to have you with me, so let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I am diving back into that topic of being stuck. If you haven't listened to the to the previous episode, please, by all means, go back and listen to that. That one is focusing on stuck in growth. This one here, we are going stuck in sales because I know that there are a lot of people out there, particularly Etsy sellers, who are pretty frustrated right now. Things are supposed to be trending upwards. We're in the fourth quarter. We're coming up on holiday. And some of you are just not seeing that growth that you really want to see in that fourth quarter. I know myself, my particular Etsy shop, I have been going up and down and fluctuating, you know, right pretty even with last year's sales. I'm definitely not where I want to be. I wanted to be where I am financially probably two weeks ago. Um, I've set a pretty lofty goal for myself for, for October and for this entire fourth quarter. I'm really trying to dive into some of these tactics that I'm going to discuss today to get this shop moving and uh, stay active and get that Etsy shop to where it needs to be. So I know that, you know, there's a lot of outside influences when it comes to sales. When the world is so politically charged and there's a lot of crazy things going on like there are right now, it's really tough to stay focused. And it's tough for a buyer even. Those consumers are not purchasing regularly like they used to. There's nothing really driving them. Their their focus is taken away from where they should be right now. However, I do anticipate sales to go up pretty quickly because there is a shortage in a lot of supplies out there. A lot of people are going to start doing earlier sales to get those shipments out early. So I am looking to see some buyer improvement and some activity here shortly. So in the meantime, if your shop is kind of in a decline or if you're in a dip or maybe just plateaued a little bit on your sales. I've got some things that you can do, particularly with Etsy, and I hope this really helps you. So the first question that you really have to ask yourself is, am I still on trend? Do I have all the products in my shop trending in the right direction? Are they still popular? Are people still looking for this? Am I using last year's products or have I come up with some some new things and trying to stay ahead of the game? I know that's kind of tough and it, it is kind of consuming, but you have to go back to your research kind of um, behavior and tactic and practices to find out where you stand as far as popularity goes. If you're seeing a dip in your sales, check that out and you might see some things that you can adjust. Mainly with Etsy, the main thing that you want to think about is um, just staying active in your shop. Etsy loves an active seller. And I tell you what, every time I get into my shop and I start working my listings and I start adding listings and doing things to help that shop improve, I see an increase in sales. Now, this isn't something that I do necessarily every single day, but I am active in there, you know, working my orders every day. But I go back to these kinds of things that I'm going to lay out for you, and that's when I kind of see an improvement in um, activity. So 
just keep working your shop. Stay active, okay? So the first thing that I would say you'd want to stay active with and and readjust is your photos. That, to me, is the very first thing that buyers see. If your keywords and everything are all okay, then you're going to show up in people's searches. But if your photos are outdated or the color might not be right, the lighting isn't quite perfect, they're going to skip right over. So I think photos are a great place to start to keep you active in your shop. So the thing is you have 10 photos on each listing that you can use. So go into some of these listings that maybe aren't performing very well right now and see, do you, are you maximizing that potential? Do you have all 10 photos filled up? Different things that you can do, you just take different angles, of course. Um, I like to use some that are staged as well. And you can actually get some of these from your customers. If you go back into your reviews and look at some of the reviews and that have been posted with photos, you can use those photos in your listing. I always like to ask my customers first if it's okay. Just, it just makes them feel kind of special. But one thing that I've done is I've used Canva. And I'll include an affiliate link in this um, podcast in the show notes for you for Canva because I think this is an incredible tool, especially when it comes to um, kind of adding new photos to listings if you don't have the product photos to fill up those 10 spaces. So a couple of ideas is um, I've used Canva to create um, some shop policies or shipping policies. Save it as a JPEG and add it to your photos. Another one I like to use is um, I try to get people on my email list. And so I have a photo that says, click this link to join my email list. And then another one that I like to do, I again, I go back through my reviews and then I find several of them with that same product that I'm actually working on. I will save those reviews and save the pictures along with them, kind of put them into a little Canva JPEG. And it makes it visually appealing to see the reviews, but it's just a quick snippet of a couple different ones that I've highlighted. So there, there you go. There's three different photos that you can add that aren't actually the product photos, but one of them is very specific to that particular product. Go back through all those photos and see what you can do as far as adding to those and maybe even just rearranging so you have a different lead photo. That might just change the look of your shop just a tad. Another thing you can do, um, number two, is videos. So Etsy puts this out not long ago that you can use videos now. They're 15-second videos that you can add to your listings. They say that customers love it. I don't know if I've seen an increase in sales on my products that have videos. However, I'm not going to turn down that opportunity because Etsy likes that. When they want to push something, they might push the listings that have videos. So go ahead and take advantage of that. Get a 15-second video of your process, or a couple times I've actually just put my product in a light box and videoed it spinning around so the customer can get a 3D view of that product. So number three, another thing that you can do going into your shop and just make sure all those listings have the attributes checked. So Etsy gives you different things, little boxes you can check. You can put the height, the color, the main color, the secondary color, you know, the season that it's for. All those little boxes that you can check are important for Etsy because they say, hey, we're giving you these things to help your buyers. And if you don't utilize that, then I think Etsy's kind of like, God, come on, man, I'm trying to help you out, you know? So... Go back through those listings and make sure that everything has as many boxes checked as possible. 
The fourth thing that I think you can do is work on your titles and your keywords. Now, of course, this is always popular um, as far as what you want to do when your sales are, are dropping and when you're creating new listings. It's probably the most important thing when it comes to finding your listings. So if you if you don't have anybody that's even looking at your stuff, and this is information that you can find in your stats, you'll want to readjust those titles and keywords. We want to make sure you're using long tail keywords so they're, it's more of a phrase that you're putting in there instead of just one word. Let's say you, I sell metal signs. I don't necessarily just put metal sign because that's very general. I, got, I like to get into why the customer is looking for it and who might be looking for it. I really try and speak to my target audience when I'm doing my keywords. So I'll put in steel anniversary gift or something like that. But it's a little more tailored to why they would need it obviously tailoring those people looking for their anniversary gift at that point. So then the last thing that I think you could work on is your pricing and production times. So again, you want to go back to your research. Make sure when you're looking at um, whether or not you're on trend, we want to make sure that you're also on point with your pricing. Just kind of keep in the back of your head when you're looking as a buyer, is this something I would purchase? I mean, is it matching the price range that I'm in? And you want to make sure on the quality scale, are you a high end or are you um, tailoring more towards the people who are looking for, uh, you know, more budget friendly kind of product? So are you a Target or a Walmart, basically? And you'll want to um, just make sure you fit within that. Please do not ever discount your your products just because you need sales. That's not what we want to do. We don't want to train our buyers to seek discounts all the time. Not to say you can't run sales, but I, I think people are going to, if they find what they're looking for, they're going to buy it whether it's on sale or not. So just make sure that, you know, your production times are up to date. You don't, you know, if I see two equally priced products that I can't decide between, if one says they're two weeks out and one says they're two days out, I'm obviously going to purchase the two days out. So make sure you're kind of keeping your processes as efficient as possible. The main thing that we want to really focus on, you guys, is just staying active in your Etsy shop. If you are seeing those dips, get in there and start working those listings. Add more listings. Continually add items. Keep your shop interesting and keep those buyers coming back and saying, yes, there's new things coming in the shop daily or weekly. Please don't let it just go stale and don't sit back and expect Etsy to do all the work for you. You've got to put in your time. You're a business owner now. You got, you're also a creative. So start using that creative brain to come up with new things and then use that business brain to really get it in there and put it out there to the world and start making those sales. Okay. So again, I'm going to include um, the affiliate link for Canva. I think that can be a great opportunity for you to create some new photos. And if there's anything that you guys are looking for, by all means, shoot me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. I'm Trisha Maxwell Biz Coach on both of those. And go to trishamaxwell.com and see how you can, if you're looking to get that foundation laid in your Etsy world, in your process, I've got that Etsy starter course. Whether you've already begun the process or if you're just starting out, this is a great place to get those foundations laid. I'll teach you how to do that research. I'll teach you how to do the pricing and the photos and everything. So trishamaxwell.com. And again, hit me up if you have any questions and good luck and happy sales. Bye-bye.